Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. And today is going to be a continuation episode from episode 233, which was uploaded on Tuesday. This is Thursday's episode. And that episode was titled PMS, PMDD, Late Luteal. Why do you feel so blah before your period hormone imbalances? Red flags. And in that episode, I totally wanted to do a deep dive on the difference of PMS and PMDD. And I think my late luteal brain kind of just got carried away with itself. I am not able to strategize and outline my episodes like I typically do with my broken pinky finger. So here we are today to talk specifically about PMDD. And as I shared in episode 233, I shared a bit about my personal experience with self-diagnosed PMDD, but could this be PMDD and what is PMDD like compared to PMS? Now, as I explained When I started realizing that a lot of my hormonal imbalances were mostly emotional, not physical symptoms showing up, and when I talked to um, other ladies about PMDD, they kind of noticed the same thing. But I want to preface in saying I am not a doctor, and so if you are experiencing PMDD, make sure that you do bring it up to your doctor. And how I first want to kick this episode off is I want you to think about what phase you are in right now and think about how you are just innately feeling like without the pressure of putting yourself into a positive mindset, like just really how are you naturally feeling today? And then whatever day it is today, then put a reminder in your phone. I I literally want you to take note of what day it is today. And then two weeks from now, I want you to put a reminder in your phone to pop up and be like, reflect on how I'm doing emotionally right now. And if in those two, two and a half weeks, you feel drastically different to me, that was what signal to me it was a red flag of this is hormonally related because there were times I was experiencing all the things that I'm going to talk about that are symptoms of PMDD and then when I recognized this and I asked myself the question do I feel like this all the time and then two-ish weeks later I gave myself a little self-reflection and I was like no actually I'm feeling quite opposite of how I was two weeks ago and I know in the midst of it and in those moments you feel like this gray cloud is with you all of the time but have you brought yourself to the awareness of it and like you know one day you are like I hate everything about my life I'm frustrated and irritated and impatient and annoyed about everything that is going on in your in your life and then two and a half weeks later you're like huh don't feel that way at all. To me, that was what was my red flags of PMDD, okay? So as with PMS, PMDD, which stands for premenstrual dysfunction, okay? PMDD symptoms may occur due to fluctuations in levels of estrogen, progesterone, and serotonin. And so the crazy thing to me is that with PMDD and it really being 
But hormonal imbalance, why isn't there so much more study done on this? You guys, there are so many studies, hormone studies that are done on um, puberty and menopause and stuff like that, and per even perimenopause now. But there are times where I'm like, I understand why it's hard for so much research to be done because it needs to be in a controlled group type of setting. And it is, I mean, that would take a lot of the patient's time. That would take a lot of the doctor's time to really be like so on top of it all to gather the type of research. But to me, it's like, okay, well, we need to have fluctuations of estrogen, progesterone, and serotonin throughout our our cycle, our 28-ish day cycle, it doesn't stay level all of the days. You know what I mean? Like we know that our estrogen is, is peaking in ovulation, right? And it is supposed to peak during ovulation. So I just have so many questions about PMDD and I've talked with two doctors now that just don't have the answers of, is it because of excess estrogen? Is it because of not enough estrogen? Like it says fluctuations due to the levels of estrogen and progesterone serotonin, but like, is it too much? Is it too little? Like if it's one of those things, how can we get more of it? And they really just haven't had an answer for me. And so as much as it's like a frustrating thing for me to pop on here and be like, I don't have the answer for this. And if you guys know of any resources, I would love to have a professional come on and talk about PMDD. I just haven't found one yet, but symptoms of PMDD might include depression, intense sadness, crying spells, thoughts of suicide, panic attacks, anxiety, anger, irritability, sudden shift in moods, lack of interest in daily activities, huge one, huge, huge, huge one, a lack of interest in daily activities, insomnia, trouble thinking or focusing, binge eating, painful cramping, and bloating. If you have symptoms of PMDD, definitely I recommend talking to your doctor or your therapist, especially when you've come to the conclusion of, hey doc, this is cyclical. Like I was on, you know, like I was two or three days before my period and I really felt this way. And then I noticed during ovulation, I didn't feel this way, right? I really would take the time because with depression, anxiety, like a lot or other health issues, some of these symptoms could be tied to or triggered to other things that may be going on. But with PMDD, from what I've found and researched is it is very much cyclically related, happens around the same time each and every cycle, okay? And as much as that sucks to be like, okay, do I need to take a month or two to kind of evaluate this before I can say to my doctor, to my healthcare provider that this is more of a all the time feeling or this is kind of an infrequent feeling that's that's going to take some time but it's just that self-awareness that's really important because i remember and this was within the last three months i was having a really bad day again and i get scared of those bad days because i don't want to stay there right i, I don't want my down depressed depleted feeling days and so i had told my best friend I'm like I'm going to start marking this because my brain tells me that I feel like this all of the time 
But you know what? I haven't had a day like that since then. And now I can start looking at the proof of like, Joelle, everybody has bad days. It wasn't based on your cycle. It wasn't, it wasn't, it's not something that is occurring frequently. It was just a bad day. But so many times I know for me, I can overanalyze those types of things. But when I was really struggling with PMDD, heck yes, it knocked its fist on my door around the same time of the month, like four, five-ish days before my menstrual phase. And then once my menstrual phase started, I felt so much better. So from this Healthline article, treatments can include daily exercise, limiting caffeine, practicing new methods of coping with stress, and then it does give some type of birth control suggestions, antidepressant or anti-anxiety medication. I will say for me, there have been times where I have gotten on medication and it served me for the time period that I needed it for. I really do want to encourage you to reach out to your doctor if these symptoms really do become severe, disrupt your regular routine on a monthly basis. It's a good next step to reach out to your healthcare professional to talk about treatments and a lot of times what they suggest is hormonal birth control supplements. Not many if you if you go and your doctor does talk to you about nutrition or supplements, I would be very surprised, but also be like, you got a pretty good doctor there because things like calcium, magnesium, vitamins, like vitamins B6, B complex vitamins, um, and, and see what your doctors say. And to accurately diagnose it as PMDD, Something that they'll probably consider is like family history, making sure that it is cyclical and not all of the time because it can, like I gave that list of symptoms and those list of symptoms could be related to other things like hypothyroidism, endometriosis, and um, anemia, thyroid, ear, IBS, chronic fatigue syndrome, like if your adrenals are also tanked. And so what you can really do to ease these types of things is the things that I teach cycle syncing that are supportive for healthy hormone fluctuations. Like I talked about with, with PMDD, and is there a cure from what I am understanding in what I have read is technically PMDD doesn't have a cure in the sense of take this and it'll go away. But from my personal experience, from the experience I have with researching cycle syncing and hormonal balancing and clients that I have worked with or people who I have talked to with PMDD, making healthy lifestyle choices and changing up the way that we are treating our body definitely can help big time. It can help subside a lot of those things. And so the recommendations for a lot of these PMS, PMDD symptoms are things that are just healthy lifestyle changes, like making sure to have 
a lot of fluids, eating a balanced diet of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, cutting back on sugar and caffeine and alcohol, especially during the times where your symptoms are kind of flaring, Um, supplements, folic acid, folate, B6, B-complex vitamins, calcium, magnesium, vitamin D, getting outside, getting enough sleep, lowering your stress, physical activity, doing things for self-care, exercise, relaxation, time for yourself, being around other people. I know in those moments that I was in the thick of my PMDD, I isolated big time. But what I'm really finding is even with like the blanket things of cycle syncing, for example, like with late luteal and menstrual phase going inward, I find for me being around friends or family that I'm very comfortable around to me is very healing and keeps my mind off of the things that it tends to get hung up on that I get down and like bleh about during those PMDD moments. Now, would I say that I struggle with PMDD now or even PMS now? No, but three years ago, for sure. And over time, I think it didn't, it didn't go away overnight. Slowly over time, it got better and better and better. And based on how I treat myself during my phases, There may be some cycles where they're emotionally or energetically harder than others, but I'm just going to take note of them and pay attention and see if it is cyclical, how frequent is it happening, and, and going from there. So with PMDD, it is like PMS times 100. Like so much is just so like it it really makes it feel like I cannot function. I cannot function. I cannot, I can't cope. I can't, I cannot just get myself, I can't get it together, right? Because we have those days where we have lower energy or our brain isn't working at its max capacity or we have our little annoyances and, and nuisances with relationships or work or whatever it is. But with PMDD, for me and how I can describe it is it felt like everything was wrong and crumbling and terrible when really in reality it was not that bad and it wasn't like depression and anxiety where it was all of the time I could definitely pay attention to I felt this way and then when my period started I felt better and then two weeks later I felt really good and then like two weeks later I felt really down so I could tell that there once I once I became aware that it was cyclical, not all the time, then I was like, hmm, is this hormone related, right? So I hope this is helpful to you. If you want to hear more, make sure you do listen to episode 233 in the Feminine Edge Collective. August, we're already coming up on August. The theme is the luteal phase toolkit to make sure that you have those tools and resources and things to thrive during luteal phase. So your energy is maintained, your productivity, your mental capacity, and you're, you're staying in such a beautiful state during late luteal. And it's not about just like surviving through it 
it's what I want to teach you is like, yeah, we show up differently in late luteal with some different expectations or grace, but it's not about being miserable through this phase and just accepting like, oh my God, I can't function because I'm in luteal. I'm not feeling good because I'm in luteal or I'm wanting to, I'm craving all these crap foods and it's just a, it's just a thing because I'm in luteal. Like really understanding those things to make it so it's not so draining to live through, right? So I hope you join in on the Feminine Edge Collective. Once this goes into the Feminine Edge Collective, it will be in there for the month of August and September, but then this topic goes away. So in the Feminine Edge Collective, now the membership is set up and we are rolling and we are rocking. And this isn't going to be like a vault of topics. It's for the community. The topics are for the community members that are in there. And if luteal is one that you struggle with, I just encourage you to just just join for August, right? Like set the intention of like, okay, I'm just going to join for August and see how it goes. See if I like it. See if I think these resources in the community is something that is beneficial to me. And then come September, evaluate, right? And you can make the decision from there. The ladies in the group are absolutely amazing. It's a great community that is connected, but not like over consuming you know what i mean like you're not gonna need to spend a ton of time in there to feel like caught up and connected you get in there you get your information because this is off of social media so you don't go down the rabbit hole of that so i hope to see you in the community especially this weekend like hurry up come on in so you can get in on the luteal phase masterclass that is on tuesday